What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Mr. President, you're, you're looking very comfortable tonight in your uh, smoking jacket, I see, and you don't even All smoke. Right. No, you know what? But women I pay to have sex with me say I'm very hot which is very close to smoking. Uh, now I found out, I'm assuming we'll get to this in the episode. I just learned that in a certain way, I'm now single and ready to mingle. So I thought it was a time to, you know, sort of be more like a, like a strong presidential Hugh Hefner type. Can you elaborate on that? How, how you're single? I don't understand. <clears throat> well, I said single in a sort of, in a sort of way. You know, because we've spoken very highly of a certain daughter of mine on this show many times with great respect in a fatherly way. Mm-hmm. And that fatherly love was not respected. It was not returned. <clears throat> and the January 6th testimony of Ivanka Trump was I don't want to say it's a deal breaker. I don't want to say it's the end of the relationship. You know what? I'm not ready to, you know, I'm not so sure I want to be tied down to one. I want to be a one daughter man. So I already noticed that the hot blonde from Euphoria won an MTV uh, TV award. And you know, I mean, I is it a People's Choice guy. Award or, an, or a movie? Uh, what award was it? Do you know? Well, tech stuff. Obviously, you're not the hearing stuff guy. I said it was an MTV TV award. Oh, I didn't know they had TV awards. Okay. Well, you know what? When, obviously, you're not hooking up with young prostitutes who keep up <laughs> with their MTV because, because TV has been so strong recently. They've made the MTV Movie Awards now the Movie and TV Awards. And oh, wow. The hot blonde from Euphoria won an award. So I think she's now ready to maybe step in as a Ivanka 2.0. And, you know, Ivanka 2.0 is more fun because I'm not actually related in any way to Ivanka 2.0. So you get all the mental pleasures without any of the criminal liability <laughs> to be on a business card <laughs> no so that's yes. why i'm sporting more of a presidential hugh hefner look tonight and now everybody's gonna go look at the youtube and say oh well let's we have to see our handsome still president now mr president i wanted to um the celebrity know fans and listeners that the live episode that you will be doing for this month will be on june 30th it's a thursday night 8 p.m and it is a possible early celebration for our country i know all the details are not um i know you can't um basically uh, divulge all the details but it is going to be on June 30th, 8 p.m. on Thursday night. And if you want to be a patron, it's patreon.com slash MPGA. 
so many more patrons came on this week. We have some $5 members. We have um, uh, some Ivanka members. And uh, we even have. Oh, we, yeah. we might be changing the name of that temporarily. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Hot, hot chick from Euphoria level, you mean? <laughs> you have to make it a Euphoria level? <laughs> I'm actually making an executive Patreon decision. I would like you to change the picture and the name for the rest of this month to euphoria blonde and the name of the level is now hot chick from euphoria <laughs> and we'll see you uh, know i'm very kind i'm very respectful ivanka you know if she shows proper patriotism and respect um she might she can get her level back but there has to be some penalty for disloyalty. Of course. You got to figure out what that penalty is going to be. Uh, it's going to definitely involve spanking. <laughs> I'm sure she's been a very naughty girl. No, I meant spanking my meat. What did you mean? <laughs> I would never lay my hands in a violent way against my daughter. I was wow, thinking I a, a good old spanking, you, you know, putting your, you know, know, over your excuse knee. Excuse me. I didn't know how disgusting and nasty you were, tech stuff. I'm simply <laughs> talking about beating my presidential meat to the foot of my daughter. And you say this disgraceful thing of hitting Ivanka. Spanking, spanking. Hitting and spanking, I think, are two different things. No. Okay. Well, if you'd like to be a part of this live episode on June 30th, my apologies for a screaming child in the background, but it's patreon.com slash MP. Okay, so, oh, look at tech stuff. Oh, you should spank your very hot, sexy daughter, but you have a misbehaving child, and I don't hear any spanking. I don't, I don't, lay, spanking. I don't lay any hands on my children. Oh, look at that. Okay, so the tech stuff is here saying, President, sir, you should... Hit your own kids, but I'm better than you, sir. I don't do that. I see. Hey, hey I this see. episode isn't over yet. We don't know what could happen. <laughs> and also, by the way, the woke mob, the woke mob has, they are making us do a Juneteenth bonus episode. So on Sunday, June 19th, also known as Juneteenth to the woke, we will be doing a bonus. So that's for all the $5 mapigas. But I don't know, after last month, Rage and Brett, they say, was the greatest non-Trump bonus live episode ever. And the Barton Trump, this young man that's related to melanoma, everybody says it's it's they think it's the greatest bonus episode ever. So last month, I don't, if you listen to the show, I don't know why you don't want to get the A++ content. Can Barron possibly... Um, since he has all from school this summer, could he possibly host a live episode for July or August? Uh, well, we crate train uh, melanoma crate trains him in the summer to keep him <laughs> occupied. <laughs> so we'll have to uh, see. maybe we could move the camera into his crate. And he can do he can do a Q and A from there. But a Q a live crate and A. We call him Crate and Barrel. 
That's his name. Barrel Trump. Creighton Barrel. <laughs> now, Mr. President, today we always go over these these crazy national holidays. This this new world we live in. There's always a holiday every single day. Today is holiday. I don't think you've ever touched one of these things. Um, National Sewing Machine Day. Have you ever used a sewing machine? No, no, and I resent that. Of, of course, I used. Uh, we had a seamstress in Queens who lived in the house, and she was very attractive. And so, uh, I once, before she could go home from for work from work, I while she wasn't paying attention, I sewed her dress to the table so she couldn't leave, and then I groped <laughs> her. So now I know how to. I use. Uh, I've used a sewing machine. I have many talents, tech stuff. <laughs> Did not know that. Now, tomorrow is a very special day. We we are recording on Monday, June thirteenth, and June fourteenth. My opinion should be one of these new national holidays. Happy early birthday, Mr. President. Oh, thank you. It's uh, 76. I'll be turning 76. People say, sir, you look like you're 40. But 76, like 1776, you know that? That's when our country was founded. You don't call me the 1619 Project. You call me 1776. <laughs> and I wish it was going to be a happier birthday. But we have this disgraceful committee doing disgraceful things. And now, I think the worst part of this is Ivanka is no longer invited to jump out of the cake topless in our under siege tribute <laughs> that she does that. She has done that for me every year since she was uh, uh, 11 when the movie came out. <laughs> and... Yeah, you know, it upsets me. It upsets me that she's not doing it. But you know what? It's good. You know, I think she'll respect me in the long term because she's got to understand that. I love her. I'm a father, but I don't give unconditional love. What kind of weak parent gives their kid unconditional love? You have to have strong conditions. And one of my conditions is, do you testify against me? in nasty proceedings. Oh, you do? Well, then that's a condition. You violated a condition. So we are looking into who can replace. Kim Gargoyle was like, I'll do it, sir. And I said, no, thank you. Pass. <laughs> um, so Roger Stone's wife volunteered because, you know, she's a trooper. But I said, the problem is when you step out of the kit, you know, you're going to leave your, you know. Yeah beat up down there and it's going to leave a trail of tear all <laughs> over the cake. So, uh, so we're looking into other possibilities of who obviously, okay. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but the front runner right now is Lauren Bobert. Mm. She's going to, she said, sir, I'll burst out of that cake with a gun and a topless and I'll, you know, shoot a gun in the air and, Wish you a happy birthday, sir. And I said, oh, well, you know, okay. So, you know, the cake's going to be shorter because Ivanka's so tall. Right. So we had to order a shorter cake 
up over it. Uh, but she said, sir, I'll do it. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, that should be, uh, I mean, I'm sure you're really looking forward to that because you have little uh, things a, for Bobert. Well, it's, it's actually not a little thing. It's sort of a strong, big thing. And <laughs> uh, no, it's called a Bobert birthday cake, the BBC. <laughs> People might get BBC confused. Oh no, Mike Pence, can't you? We had to order another cake. Mike Pence heard BBC and he he, he literally ran through the first cake that we had. I thought you to say he just engulfed it. <laughs> but ran right through it. Okay. He ran right through it. All right. Um so happy early birthday, Mr. President. Hopefully uh, without Ivanka jumping. I know it's been a big tradition for years, but having Lauren Boebert jump out will hopefully uh, still bring a smile to your face. Or at least, uh, you know, I'll shoot some whipped cream on her face. <laughs> okay. Well, have you gotten any gifts yet for your birthday? I feel like you ask this every year and I say, what do you get the person? I know. What do you get the person who has everything? You don't get me gifts. You show me respect. And, you know, some some great supporters send their hottest daughter to, to pleasure me. And I think that's a nice gift because it's not about the money tech stuff, you know? <laughs> okay, yes. It's, a, it's about gestures. And I'm actually, you know what? I'm feeling good about... Ivanka's betrayal because I know that stupid Bobert is going to give way more effort than Ivanka gives. I've seen Ivanka with Jared Kushner on the security cameras and she doesn't go all in. Whereas Bobert, Bobert is, you know, a beautiful combination of desperate and stupid, which <laughs> makes for a powerful partner. It definitely does. Definitely does. And we, we roofie the cake also, so that while she's in the cake, she's she doesn't realize she's roofing herself. She's inhaling the roofies. Oh, so she's not going to remember anything. She'll rem- no, she'll remember enough because we videotape it in blackmail. You know. Right, so you'll send her the tape so she'll kind of have a recollection of it. Sure. And we charge her, of course, you know, with a videographer fee. <laughs> That's very nice of you. Now, Mr. President, before we get into this next news story, I just want to let all our listeners know that making podcasts great again is brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline is our ride or die. We use BetOnline um, to make our bets. And you are riding the Celtics very hard through the NBA Finals. Um, I thank God I didn't put money on the Rangers in that last game or I would have lost big, but our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find out all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's NBA Finals, the NHL Hockey Finals. We have Major League Baseball kicking up. Um, all the scores for that, fighting news, even next next season's early NFL futures after this draft. And now they're in mini camp who you can pick who's going to win the Super Bowl, who's going to win each conference. Bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, plus live betting, um, playoffs, esports, and also casino games. That's 
right? So you can bet on blackjack, bet on poker. So when it's halftime of the game and you're like, what am I going to do? Go on bet online and play some poker, play some craps, play some blackjack, and then maybe even put on the second half bet and then go watch the game again. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. If you have not done this yet, you are losing. Use promo code CLNS50 to get that bonus and right into the action. It's only on your first deposit, and it's CLNS50. Bet online. It's where the game starts. BetOnline.ag. Now back to the show. Mr. President. Yes. This January 6th committee, they're doing it. It's almost like um, a mini series they're doing. They're running different episodes every day. Campaign, your campaign chief, um, Bill Stepien, was supposed to testify today, actually, and his wife had a baby. So he will have a nice Father's Day on Sunday, which we'll talk about later in the episode. But are you afraid? And I'm going to say afraid. Are you um, nervous to have him testify? No, that's it's all it's all lies. Excuse me. It's all lies. It's all fake. It's all because they don't want me to run again against Sleepy Joe because they know I'll destroy him for a second time. Mm-hmm. So this is all and then you have you learn, you learn. Okay? You learn that some people are very scared. Some people get nervous. Now I don't mind it if somebody like Ivanka gets nervous. She's a woman, she's a beautiful, sexy woman. If he wants to get nervous, that's okay. I remember the first time I creeped into her bedroom when she'd uh, just after she'd had her first period, and she was very nervous. And I said, "You're a woman now, Ivanka. This is okay." And she was nervous. So a young woman being nervous is understandable. But no, I wouldn't get nervous from Bill Steppy in the name of love. Okay, because I've dealt with R. Kelly, and I can deal with Bill Steppy in the name of love. So we're not nervous. We're actually very confident. We're actually more confident than we've ever been. And that's saying something because many people have said that I'm the most confident person in the history of confidence men. So we're very strong. We're very confident. And, oh. Okay. Well, thank you for answering that question. Uh, Which question? About being nervous if uh if Bill Stepien uh who's that who's who's Bill? Uh campaign chief. I never heard of him. Is that like a Native American title? Like he's the chief of the campaign tribe? Hey, 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 not afraid. Dances, dances with ballots. That's my Native American name. Now, Mr. President, you were talking briefly about um, Election Day. Rudy Giuliani, who used to be your lawyer, used to be your right-hand man, he was intoxicated on Election Night, and when he was drunk, he was telling you to declare yourself the winner. Now, is is this a reason, this, this whole event, uh, why you don't speak to him anymore, or are there other events like him bleeding out of his head, black ink. No, it was was poop. It? Remember, it was diarrhea pouring That's right. his forehead. That's he right. He works so hard. He's such a tough attorney. 
Now, was this the the start of the end of the relationship after he was drunk telling you to declare yourself the winner or did it did it falling out happen after that? Oh, when he showed up, <clears throat> excuse me. When Rudy showed up at the Four Seasons garbage dump or whatever he did. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when that was, but then I have a great memory, so I'll remember it eventually. But that was when it started because I thought this is somebody who doesn't know Four Seasons from the Four Seasons uh, Mexican gardening. <laughs> and it was a disgrace and it was uh, beneath our campaign. But when he was drunk, I mean, I know we call Chris Cuomo Fredo, but I got to be honest, Rudy Giuliani, he was Fredo Giuliani that night because he was getting drunk. And I swear in front of melanoma's son billy he just went down on Sidney powell right in front of everybody with his chompers with his fake chompers and he's got these like new upper teeth and these disgusting lower teeth that look like they've been pissed and shit on you and he just started out oh no 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 he just started munching on on city he lifted up Sidney powell's i don't even know if it's a skirt i don't know what that woman wears but he just started chowing on her in front of everybody and he was you know, we thought his forehead was bleeding poop on her, and it turned out she was she was pooping on his head. <laughs> and I said, "This is my legal team," and uh, it was uh, it was one of the worst. It was it was. I think that's when my mood really became very poor uh, during the election night that we were winning so strongly. Does Does Rudy Giuliani does he have a drinking problem? Like, does he booze as much as uh, Rage and Brett? No, but excuse me. Nobody boozes as much as Rage and Brett. Uh, Rage and Brett drinks enough to kill six Rudy Giuliani's. <laughs> um, which, to be honest, with all the trouble he's given me, maybe just killing off one Rudy Giuliani would have been very helpful to the campaign. But I will say that uh, I think Rudy, I mean, you've, if you look up Sidney Powell, you tell me if Rudy Giuliani is drinking too much. If he's going down on her in the middle of an election party, you tell me. Uh, I think he drinks too much. I think he's lost his mind. Strong legal mind. Great mayor, though. He's still the greatest mayor in the history of New York City. Now, you know, he put he put like the security command center in the World Trade Center before the World Trade Center. hit. So, he knew it was a brilliant decision. Now. I want to bring up uh, something you brought up earlier in the episode about Ivanka. I think your former daughter now, and how no, she's she... still my daughter, but she's she's now a platonic daughter. We now have a purely platonic father daughter relationship. Okay, she'll now have to sit on a chair next to me at events instead of sitting on my lap. Mm, demotion. Well, it is a demotion, and it's also you know now. When we go to functions, I'm going to say, you know what, Ivanka, I think you should wear underwear for this party. <laughs> she'll get, she'll get the clue. She'll, she'll know what's up. I actually heard from uh, Tracy Trump today. Nobody's told me this. Oh, well, I don't know who that is, but a, a Tabitha Trump wrote to me, and I said, I have another daughter, and you know, her stock has never been higher. You know, she. That's what I like. I like the opportunity. You know, she's like when you're looking at the market, 
she said, oh, Ivanka stock is going down. So maybe, um, uh, what's her name? Teresa, Teresa Trump stock can go up. Well, that's impressive for, we usually hear her barking sometimes. So that's, that's amazing that. Oh, well, she is a dog. She, I mean, I looked her up on the internet just to see what <laughs> she looked like. And she is a, it looks like somebody smacked Miley Cyrus with a frying pan. <laughs> now, speaking of Ivanka, she, she didn't have your back during the January 6th committee. You, you don't seem like. Are you hurt by, is he more angry and the kind of punishing her? Are your feelings hurt? Are you sad? Are you upset? Or are you just angry and feel disrespected and feel like that's not the daughter that you raised? Well, you didn't really raise her. The, the daughter that you met at 21. Well, no, I made an exception. I met Ivanka uh, at 11. Okay. And I just said to her mom, when she's, when she starts to bleed, it's time to meet me. That's a very popular uh, Trump family saying. Did not know that. Uh, very father-daughter, strong father-daughter relationship. Uh, I think it's disloyal. I gave her her height, her beauty. I bought her breasts and her lips and her nose. And I gave her a job. I put her on TV. And she repays me by... Oh, Bill Barr said this, so I side with Bill Barr, sir. Oh, okay. Does does Bill Barr get an erection when he sees you out of love and affection? No, he doesn't, because he's too fat. And yet she she disregarded all that, all that love. Well, I hope that you guys rekindle your father daughter love in the future and maybe things can be forgiven and you can move on i hope that can happen well she's gonna have to do some serious euphoria role play if she <laughs> wants if she wants that that i can tell you now mr president there were there was we talked about this tragedy uh the other week of the school shooting and now the government is actually taking action, but not taking as drastic action as a lot of people want them to with this bipartisan gun compromise. What are, you, what are your thoughts and feelings on this bipartisan gun compromise? I think it's a disgrace. I think there should be no, all these laws make no sense. What we have, it's very simple, tech stuff, mm -hmm. okay? It's very simple. A teacher shows up. Once you hire a teacher, you give the teacher an apple, a piece of chalk, and a Glock. Okay. An apple a day keeps the doctor away, and a Glock a day uh, leads to very peaceful schools. So I would say that's all we need. And they've gone way overboard. You know, now they're doing a thing, the boyfriend loophole. Have you heard of this? Yes, I've heard of this. If there was some domestic violence towards a boy, uh, girlfriend from boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, now the person cannot get a gun. Right. But before he could. Exactly. And now what happens. Is. 
And I've seen it at Roger Stone's parties. One of his guys comes over, plows his wife, but then another friend plows the wife and they get mad at each other. And now you're saying that one of Roger Stone's wife's boyfriends can't go get a gun <laughs> to avenge his honor. Like I was number 138, sir. And then <laughs> shoot the other guy who's trying to cut the line. And now they're saying, no, no, we have to close the loophole. And it's a total disgrace. I think it's it's so sad what we're doing. The answer is clear. Give every teacher a gun. Uh, and say the word mental say mental health you say just, mental health. just say it okay just say it, like beetlejuice you say it three times and it fixes it and then you <laughs> give every teacher a gun and then we have no more problems it's called safety it's called precious second amendment and instead what they're doing is that they're gutting the second amendment the second amendment is, is isn't going to be worth the the, the 35th amendment but they left out three important things, I think. I mean, they are putting more money into school for security, but they really, there's no specifics on it. So I really don't know exactly what they're doing. And they're clarifying the definition what of about what about hiring? It, how about this? Yes. How about this? Let's I got, okay. I don't even want to hear the rest of the law. We can end the episode on this because this is the greatest thing. What if we hire the school shooters as school security? They already know the school. They know how to use the weapon. And what are the chances that there's going to be two school shooters at the school? That's it. We're done. We're done. And this is why I should be. You don't hear these ideas coming from Sleepy Joe. You hire the school shooters to be school security. It's easy. It, there it is. The easiest solution. Nobody's ever even thought of it until now. You're welcome, America. So maybe that's what they think about the school security resources. Maybe that is one of the ideas that they're pitching around. Uh, sir, it says here that you came to school with a gun. How would you like to get paid for that? <laughs> now, but Sleepy Joe is anti-gun, anti-solutions, anti-strong economy. What I just did was I created jobs I saved the taxpayers' money, and I created a safer school. It's a win-win-win. It's got a win-win-win. <laughs> now, Mr. President, I just want to ask you, do you think these things should have been included in this uh, bipartisan gun compromise, maybe expanding the background checks? Now, if someone has a red flag, let's say they do a a check on you and you were, uh, I don't know, sent to a, a mental hospital or something that's going to come up. But the expanded background checks that we would dig more thoroughly into someone, those that was left out and banning assault weapons that was also left out and hiring the minimum age of to purchase a weapon uh, to be raised from 18 to 21. They want to keep it 18 because you can go into the military at 18 and use a weapon. Why should you be able to buy one as you vote? So what are your thoughts on the three that are left out? I think they should be left out and I think they should be destroyed. I think they're all horrible ideas. I don't know if you were here a few minutes ago when I solved the gun crisis problem. You <laughs> hire... You hire the school shooters. End of story. 
great jobs, great safety. And what school shooter is going to come to a school when he sees a school shooter guarding the school? I'm, I'm, if I was a school shooter, I knew a school shooter was there. I'd be scared because I was like, oh, that guy is just as crazy as me. I'm going to stay out. Right, but he's being paid seven twenty-five an hour to guard the school. And who's who's going to abandon a strong job with the federal minimum wage like that? Definitely not a former school shooter. And it's rehabilitation. It's, look at this. He's doing good now. Right, it's like one of those McDonald's commercials where they're like, hey, Calvin's got a job. <laughs> It's exactly like that commercial. What have the Columbine kids been doing since then? You didn't hear? Trench coat got a job. <laughs> He's guarding Columbine. Da 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 da. I'm shooting it. <laughs> I get emotional when I have these great, you know, because these are not the ideas you're getting from the by the Sleepy Joe administration. No. Oh, that's a great idea. Now, the last thing I wanted to speak to you about uh, Sunday is Father's Day. I am actually having a small procedure this week, so I'm no longer a father anymore. I'm getting a vasectomy done on Friday. And I wanted to know, you, you don't really know all your kids. Why didn't you decide to get a vasectomy um, after your first few children? When you now your wife is American, right? Tech stuff. She is. Okay. When you marry very attractive foreign whores, one of the deals that you make with their pimps when you're negotiating, mm-hmm. it's called negotiating. Yes. Is they say in addition to the family signing her, you know, ownership rights over to you, sir. You have to pledge to impregnate her with at least one American baby. Gotcha. Now, we all know that um, mashed potatoes is not going to be my last wife. <laughs> so maybe it's Lauren Bobert. You think Bobert? Bobert's a good Christian uh, moron. She's, a, you know, just a salt of the earth idiot with strong Christian whore principles. You think she's not going to want a Trump baby in there? You think that's that's going to be a deal breaker? She's going to say, "I love you, sir. I want to have you. I want to be your first, fourth first lady." She is American, need- though. Well, I'm, I'm, I know she's American, but she's stupid like a foreigner. You know, she's like <laughs> Balky Bartokamis. Remember him? She's <laughs> like that Perfect kind Strangers. Of stupid. Great, great show. What show? Perfect Strangers. That's where Balky Bartokamis is from. No, you're the wrong show. Okay. And the what we then do is no, I'm using her as an example, but yes, let's say it's not Bobert. Let's say it's Svetlana Stupidi Stupidia. From, okay. You know, so <laughs> excuse me, strong cough. Well, <laughs> they're gonna arrive here and you're gonna pay the fee and they're gonna do the inspection to make sure she's not too damaged. And then she's going to want a kid. That's that the family, you know, they, they, the family wants that American grandkid. This is just simple. I don't know. I, don't, I guess you've never had people get married to Europeans because this is how it works. 
They bring them over in a shipping crate. They take them to the plastic surgeon. You negotiate the price with the family and the pimp. And then you have to give them a child so that they are forever linked to your money. I, I, I thought, does nobody get married anymore these days? Nobody knows how marriage works? No one. I'm sorry. So it's called Family Values Tech Stuff. And that's also, by the way, Family Matters is the show that Balky was on. And he would walk in and go, did I do that? <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was someone else, but you, you might be correct on that, Mr. President. <laughs> Now, Mr. President, I want to wish you a happy Father's Day uh, on Sunday, and um, I hope you get to spend as much time as whatever children you want to spend time with, if it's well, one or not. Kids, hanging out with kids is, is not the same ever since the great Jeff Epstein passed away. I understand. Well, I, want, I still want you to have a happy Father's Day, Mr. President. And again, for our listeners, the live episode is June 30th. There will also be a bonus episode for next week. And this live episode on the 30th, we have some surprises because July 4th is right around the corner. If you'd like to be there for it, go to patreon.com slash MPGA. And also, bet on Stanley Cup finals, bet on the NBA finals, betonline.ag use promo code clns50 and um if you haven't already please check out my special something from nothing it is on amazon it's on video on demand on all cable providers it's on youtube or vimeo for everyone who's listened and watched it i appreciate you and thank you for all the the nice uh messages that you sent to me thank you so much and uh mr president the floor is yours thank you Hey, everybody, it's JL. If you're still listening, I'm recovering from COVID. That's this is no diminishment in the product, folks. COVID can't stop Covan. Um, (laughs) Boston, July 15th, for Christ's sakes, buy tickets already. Um, Tell a friend, tell five friends, get your tickets. Um, Just check out my website. Lots of stuff going on there. My my own Patreon and... uh, other than that, just uh, working on the special. It's uh, it's it's been a true blessing uh, working through this experience on half blackface. Um, so when that's done, I think so is my comedy career. So if you made it this far, uh, listening to the episode, breaking news: my own special is killing me, my career. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this one. Hopefully the hiring school shooters bit did not offend you too much uh all done in the spirit of mocking trump obviously uh god help us all